I believe Kelly Clarkson winning American Idol is the only time that the nation of the United States have been collectively joined on a single issue. I think that's the only time in American history that everyone agreed. We did agree. That that was the right thing. I have to tell you a story about this song. Please tell me a story about this song. I have a nine-year-old demo album, and this is the first song on the album. I'm like, should I find it and play it for the Kelly Clarkson episode? I I call it my demo album, but it's literally me at nine singing like 10 covers of the, it was used as a demo to like try and get like a children's record deal. I'm so sorry. I thought you meant, I thought you meant like Kelly's street team was like, yo, here's her. (laughs) Do you know anybody? Hey, 10 year gay boy. Would you you know anyone in the industry? (laughs) I did it. I, oh my God. Okay. This. There's so much to say. There's, There's so much. So much to get okay, in. so my way into Kelly was obviously American Idol, but I have like a I've spoken to her on the phone. Oh, when? I have spoken to Kelly Clarkson on the phone in the year 2005, and I spoke yep. to her because I what my agent at the time from in Little Rock, Arkansas, her um, Oh, you told me a little bit. You have a Ben Moody connection, right? My Ben Moody, that's the very one. Melissa yep. Moody was my agent. So he yep. I like got to hang out with him and like meet him because his mom was like trying to make me a star so that she could sort of like profit off my like, success. Went, and we went to this competition called IMTA, which means International Modeling and Talent Association. Right. He, we were staying at this hotel in downtown LA. This was before I lived there. And he was there just like seeing his mom and his mom was introducing her, him to me. And I, I don't, I think he just liked me. I was so jazzed. I was like very much a 10 year old being like, this is the best experience of my life. I'm going to be a huge star. Yeah, and maybe like, at that look point at all was. these people wanting to talk to me. And he was like, oh, yeah, man, do you want to you want to talk to Kelly Clarkson? And he called her on the phone and I just spoke to be to cool. Her. She had ah! like just to be cool. I was like, you want to impress me with Kelly? OK, and I was sort of like, Kelly, oh, God, I just love you. I sing your song Breakaway. <laughs> What like, did she say? Do you so have any memory? Cool, dude. Oh, yeah. It lasted like 30 seconds. Like she was like, all right, I gotta go. Like she was so fucking nice. Like as sweet, nice, and darling as she is, as she still is. to everybody yeah. on her show. But uh, I mean, yeah, that was like the coolest fucking thing in the world for me. And why I will okay, so forever you, love her. Your very own Drew Carr singing Breakaway, uh, originally performed by Kelly Clarkson, originally written by Avril Lavigne. And mm-hmm. Drew, what year and how old were you? And this was for your demo, right? 2004? Yeah. I was nine. Nine. Ready? Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm about to hear Kid Drew. Get ready. Here we go. This is adorable. Thing. Drew, you're doing the phonate. You're doing the mm, da 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 mm, da 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 da. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry. Did, did everyone catch that little riff as a ten-year-old? You just said. I pray. Oh, I go crazy with these riffs. I go crazy. I love him. I love him. I love him too. I couldn't do this at that at that age. There's no way. I couldn't sing like a pop Sing. star. 
the out is wild. You you are belting. It's just me singing in the way I heard Celine Dion sing. It's just this an sounds imitation. like Celine. Yo, this sounds like Celine. It's I can like hear she it. taught me how to sing. Take it home. I love the bridge. I can hear your mouth shape. It's a lot I know. of- It's not either. It is, it's like Is that you behind you or is it other people? It's other people, it's my backup vocalists. Oh, work. I heard so much. I love it. In a young person's voice, you can hear so literally the the like things that you're pulling from or imitate. Like I can hear mm -hmm. Celine, I can hear country music. I can literally hear the way you're like forming your mouth to try to get the vowels out the way that these big singers did. And it's it's just like amazing. No, Thank you. Live for that. Ben was working with Avril Lavigne and with Kelly Clarkson, which is absolutely hilarious considering their like kind of torrid past with each other. Um, the sort of the Who? snub at the Grammys, Avril and Kelly. Torrid past. Remember whenever Kelly Kelly was still on American Idol and like tried to hug her. I think maybe she had and, just and won. Avril like did and it. She right? tried she, to like, hug her back. and Avril like lifts up her arm and walks underneath it, like disses her hug. I mean, they're fine. Like they've been, she's been on her show Here since. Here on a Grammy but... Sunday where, oh my I know. God. Uh, uh. And that album did so well and was like so critically well received, I think. Breakaway I think Breakaway is one knew. of the very was, like, rare five song or five single pop albums, which I think that whole thing started with Michael Jackson's Thriller, which I think was only nine songs and five of them were released as very commercially successful singles. And I think that, I don't know if that lingers in the industry these days because I don't even think they put money behind five songs, but I think Dua actually well, got there. Well, is anybody even nostalgic. making an album these days? No. Are there even five good songs on some of these pop albums? Right. And it's, yeah. but Kelly got there with, because Breakaway was the first single, then Since You've Been Gone was second, I think. Or maybe it was the wow. other way around. Then Behind These Hazel Eyes, which was when I started listening. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, what is this? Crazy. And then Because of You, and then Walk Away. So she got... She walk got Away. Yeah. That changed my life musically, Walk Away. Which one? I huh, really? Walk Away. For some reason, I was I remember listening to that and being like, this is like, she's doing something brand new it's here. It's so cool. For me. Yes. I was like, there. I've never heard a song like this. It was so, I don't know what it was, but fuck, I loved that song so Can much. Can I play you? I'm. We're gonna have to be careful with the yeah. anything that's not live with Kelly because she's big enough that they will pull stuff down. But actually, I got whoever don't I just do that did, to us um, recently, and I was very worried about it. I can't remember. Um, it was Beyonce. They didn't pull anything down, so I, they were like, "Oh, he's because no they know we're they know we're paying respect and we're speaking intelligently about music." <laughs> That's right. They also have scanners for gay voice, and if gays are talking about them, they leave them alone. They're like, "Oh, leave it up, leave it up." Yeah, leave it up. They're like that aspirate s, leave it up. They're like, "Hmm, they're sort of whistling when they talk. Leave that one up." <laughs> that one's contributing to culture, not detracting. Yeah. Um, I want to play uh, a live version of Walk Away from, I think, the 2020, 2019, 2017. What was that called? It was like oh, her, God. Franklin um, album, Meaning of Life. When she was out of her American Idol record deal, which took her seven or eight or nine albums. And on that really? tour, oh, she got like horns. She got like a nice fat budget and like horns and background singers and like the Aretha treatment. And then the covers... Or not covers the the older songs in her catalog that she brought back. The arrangements were just like fire, and Walk Away was one of them. 
This is on the Today Show, which is famously at like 7 a.m. I'll play a little beginning, middle, and get chills with this like what is she what she put in this all right so this is the vibe i'm just gonna skip to the end At 7 a.m. 7. Okay, sorry, mm. that was a lot of that, but that arrangement still to this day, there's so that much energy. That's really the, yummy. The crowd is moving. People are like in that with her. Yeah, it's a good I song. I want to see her live. That's something I've never done and I feel badly oh, about. Oh, really? interesting never seen her live i would love to have gone to her vegas residency she's doing more she just announced another weekend i think there will be more oh Slay. we should go tell adele to go we should go i would love birthday to go. trip uh, you think she'll be doing it in april it's wait a minute you know who has our birthday oh, but two days away kelly clarkson <laughs> is she the 22nd yes and i heard the 24th it's, it's taurus that week. queen she's taurus queen kelly is like my diva like my friend Brett has done this exercise with me in like room rooms full of people many times where he's like, who's your diva? Not the person that you love or whatever, but the person that you actually feel as a gay person or as a queer person that your life is kind of inside of, like whether it's the voice, the storytelling, mm -hmm. the, the persona, like who is it for you? And it took me a really long time, but I think it's Kelly for me. I just love that she's I love that. salt of the earth, real ass singer, real, real, real singer. But I was thinking of like, should we do like a chronology of her career? And then I, I was like, I think people actually know Kelly's career pretty well, especially because she's so. so public now. Like she's had such a third big chapter in a way that I don't think we need to like, go through it but do you have do you have a favorite kelly chapter and then whether it's that or not do you have hidden gem tracks or moments that you feel are like the drew mm. parts of kelly's yes. career i think my my chapter of kelly that it, like i am a i am a first chapter like prologue girl oh, i okay love her like miss independent was the song that i wanted to listen to every single moment of the day but was a little too afraid to admit that because i thought people would know i was gay um oh, really? as if that was what was telling them our fears uh, you as know. young people i do we put our fears into certain things so i was yeah. obsessed with that song learning later that it was written by christina aguilera was pretty sick i was like For that strips. actually makes so much sense uh, right isn't Kelly's that insane songs were written by other incredible girls of the time which i yeah. think informs her ability to make covers so well brilliantly totally. like makes so much sense that she can take anybody's music and sing it good point better than they can 
and make it a version that is singular from theirs because I think the beginnings of her career were like listening to these really successful artists like Avril Lavigne, like Christina Aguilera, and I'm sure many others and saying, oh, how can I sing this, make it my own? Because people have definitely heard this demo and will hear, hear this demo at some point. And I think it's like why she's so good at that. Um, That's so but smart. The, I mean, the Breakaway album is like, that like changed musically changed my life. I think I also sang a lot of stuff from that music. as a kid. It really did. Like, I it it was like electric, and I think did something that no one expected her to do, which was like be like critically 100%. successful. No one at that time and thought she like, would do that. Um, I want to play you a mi- the to, on the Miss Independent Train. I wanted to play you an award show performance of this. This is from 2017 AMAs. So same as the last song, same as the Walk Away wow. cover, same era. It's like her Aretha era, bringing old songs back with soul. These horns. She flubs the words, I think. Help to fear, I love it. Yeah, she's like, whatever. The gays will notice. Like, I forgot it. I forgot. Come on, Echo. Right? This is the slightest bit dodgy, but. Who's there? I still love it. Like, I love this. But the even like from then till now, she's sounding better now. It, it, she, she's an icon. She really is. And she's only aged like, like wine. Like, it's just only getting better. And vocally, she's so much better now, which like, who the fuck is doing that? Like, how is she doing that? I know. I wanted to I talk mean, to you I mean, about that too. Got like, money. The fact that her belt oh, yeah. is like bigger and broader than it's ever been, and her range is somehow wider. It's so rare. Mm-hmm. And for it to not have diminished, mm-hmm. and it's been over 20 years, that is so rare. I think she's talked about this on some podcasts that I've listened to where she's like, Oh, I, I finally like learned how to be a vocal technician as opposed to just somebody who had this really natural ability. So like, she's obviously mm. like had voice lessons and had people teach her the ways to sustain this when she's doing a residency or she's on tour, she's doing a ton of live performances. And I think now she's done it long enough and has like built up the stamina enough to be able to do it at 7am for the today show. Also, that's the same key. That's the original key. That's crazy. That's high. That is a high key, everyone. But also, you know, I think kids having kids has a lot to do with it. Like that really changes hormonally. Your voice changes the way you sound. And I think makes most women sound even better than they did before. I've heard a lot. of. I would say the same for Beyonce. Totally. I've heard a lot of female artists talk about this. Yeah. That like right in the midst of the pregnancy, your voice changes. And then after it like can potentially grow in this crazy way that would have never been able to. Yeah be the case before which is so interesting and i know a handful of women who've in the middle of being pregnant have said like i never have sounded better in my life like there it's just unbelievable 
And I'm like, oh, they're like, it makes sense. You know, like these hormones are are going. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's really interesting. And then afterwards, like it's even a little bit more different and richer and fuller and more beautiful. And yeah, I think it's like amazing to hear and her Kelly, sing like, her old stuff now. So, she's got such a husky voice that if you listen to mm -hmm. even some of her earliest, like maybe we'll play a couple of her thankful recordings um she she was a rangy kind of r&b mixed with like aretha cover artist at that time and then the pop rock thing really took off but there yeah. were there were a couple of whether they were live recordings or or just cd recordings and that if i were the listener i am now then i would have been like oh i don't know if she'll be able to sustain that like she's she's in the mariah carey camp of just like kind of shouting i mean she has a big voice but yeah. she was really she wasn't doing it as sustainably and to to for her to have like not righted the course, but like found a way to make it work, and she can still sing her ass off any day. She's like she doesn't cancel. She, this is not a woman that cancels shows. I've seen her, I've seen her maybe two or three times, and her quality will will change. Like, and she'll even say if it's a good day or not a great day, or like if she has to do something differently. But it's never bad. It's never ever ever bad. Her voice doesn't break. It just does right. different things. And you never worry about her. Let's bring it back. To you bring never that worry point about Miss Kelly. So this was when her first album, Thankful, she was in the studio with Babyface. Like, that's who she was writing these songs with. That's so iconic. Oh, wow. So this is just a really belty live version of this. She just felt her belt that day. She scrouts. But she has it. It's like that. It's like before she knew exactly what to do with that big old sound. Like she just could do that. And I think it probably got to a point where she was like, it's not really doing that as well anymore. I need to figure out how or to it like, like kind of hurts. Like am it. I bleeding? Yeah. yeah. She's like, hmm, that feels gross. Like, what note is that? Sing, Kelly. Loud and high, girl. You know I love it. <laughs> me too. Loud and That's high. That's all you is need to do. Actually, the name of this podcast. If it's me, trademark. You, we should do loud, loud and, and high. high. Trademark. Yeah, four days. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right, maybe I'll That's buy that. That's all I need. But you can hear it's like I'm picturing the feeling in her throat as like knives rubbing against each other a little bit. That's that one was. Oh, absolutely. There. They're in yeah. flames. They're, They're bright red. <laughs> for sure. The poor thing. I mean, hey, she hasn't poor lost thing. it. Uh, do you have any moments of my December that connect or what's your take on my December? I love it. It to me sounds less expensive because they didn't like what she was doing. So they didn't fund it. So the vocal mixing is not as nice. The production is not as nice, but I think there are some gems on it. I have to put the context in that I was a child and I was a fickle little kid learning about the world. So I heard never again did not like it yeah. and i turned my back on kelly for a little while i did i won't deny that i did not like the album um i was growing in my sophistication with music to where i was expecting her next album to sound exactly like the like other right one yeah. or to be similar yeah to be similar enough where i still felt like i knew her as an artist and i totally. think i didn't know what like taking risks as a as a musician was at that time so i really was like what the fuck is she doing and like did not participate in the conversation she yeah. obviously won me back but 
it, it, I have it, to say I was totally. I was not in my December girl. And I do forget sometimes the four years between us, that would have been pretty substantial back then. I was 17. You were 13. You were expecting a different yes. Kelly in that album. I was actually all right. I was feeling very I was. angsty. I, I was really loving dark hair, angry, like smudged mm. eyeliner. Yeah, I wasn't a scene kid, so it wasn't really for me. <laughs> I feel, I mean, I wasn't either. I'm never, I'll never be really, but I like pretended I was. I lived through this. Right, 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 right. But never again. Like, like now I love it. It's so iconic. Just the way that shit starts. My, uh, my favorite moment of this album is a song called One Minute. I don't know if anyone knows this song. I don't, I have a couple that I bookmarked as I don't know why Kelly Clarkson didn't make these a single. I don't, it's probably she couldn't. Like, she doesn't have the, the, yeah choice in the matter but one minute to me is a single we all missed out on this is the wow. second track on my december yeah I really yeah, I like that. it. I live. For I need that to give one. that whole album a full listen through soon. There's some. I good think stuff. I'll love it now. And sober is a song she still performs. You probably know this one. It's I know. sober a, is a belty ballad. Beautiful. This album had the like the first three second effect. Each song like just grabs you. Like this would hit today if she released this today. This would go platinum. I think. It would it would be on the radio absolutely. If Olivia Rodrigo can write a song like this, she will she will do her best. And then she said, "Oh, do you like this octave, or, or should should I try a different one?" That was like an album of addicted. Like that is like what my December was. Hundred percent. It was her Evanescence album. It was her Jagged Little Pill. It really was. It was like twenty addicted. Um, I would like They're to plug so similar. a track I forgot about from my December, which features the only, in my understanding, the only pop song that shifts the key down in the final chorus, and it's called Yeah. Oh, it's like about? I Am Changing from Dreamgirls. Oh, does that shift down? Mm-hmm. All right, well, this is Yeah. I'm already playing Tony Hawk. Like, the scene is set. I'm looking. The boys in, in big shorts. Absolutely. We're Bands, on a basketball court. Fringe fray hair over oh, the eye. Absolutely. Ashley Parker Angel is somewhere. That's the chorus. What's your plan, Kel? Fascinating choice there. Not sure it's the right one, but I like it. I'm trying to think now, I think one of my favorite Hidden Gems tracks, was it on the I Do Not Hook Up album? Is that the name of that album? No, the name of that album is, I call this her Katy Perry comeback to pop album because Katy Perry wrote a bunch of those songs. Um, that one was called... My Life Would Suck <laughs> All Without I ever Wanted. Was on that. All I Ever Wanted. Yeah. All I Ever Wanted. Um, that Secretly song Cry on oh! that. Good choice. I oh. love Cry. She was kind of pushing into country a little with this one. Anyone, anyone. I'll tell them we both just moved out. 
So this is fourth album, Kelly, after she got my December out of her system and she agreed to like play the industry game again. And she was like, okay, I'll be a pop girly. And I guess I was loving it. Uh, And Drew said, welcome back. Back to what you should be doing. I was so excited when this album came out because I was like, oh, this is looking more like her because I was, you know, still growing. Yeah, Like they bleached her hair is what that meant. Yeah, at Olivia, put this in your next tour. Do it. It's just like orchestral, and it feels really theatrical and yummy, but like a pop song still. Oh, that's such a good. Which is my fucking cream. Also, I wrote this album off for probably compatible reasons to why you were into it, which I was like, oh, she's back to pop. I'm not gonna be into this, but there's there's a couple pop singles. It's kind of like the Taylor Swift Red. It's like there's three pop singles, and then there's a lot of like the other genre and so there's a lot of pop rock on this the one that i love is don't let me stop you i don't know if you know this one this oh, one hell yeah hits, yes bitch where was the this single for this think of a paramore song yes paramore kelly this is so 2009 it's got a little fallout boy in it it really does sort of some panic at the disco there it's panic it's so 2009 like that is of the time. Thing, Kelly. I couldn't help but notice the last time you kissed me, you kept both eyes open. Oh! Girl, Girl, that means you did too. Bro, <laughs> just saying. Not to read you, girl. Right. That means but, you're uh, how'd you know? too, Kelly. How'd you know? <laughs> Never I have to you. say that was reminding me of, feels like a precursor to Red in a way. Like that had it a really is. Taylor Swift sound to me. Because when did Red come out? Like 2011 or something? 2012. So this. Oh, 12. Okay. This pop rock format of like the, just before the 2010s, Kelly was definitely paving it. And then I think all the pop rock that ended up happening. this And getting this no credit. I feel she uh, was getting never. no credit. Kelly has never gotten credit for anything. This is like the story of her career. She's never credited it's for It's such anything. bullshit. She's literally one of the greatest vocalists of the generation and of all time. I will fight anybody on that. And we want to disrespect her? What it's the just, fuck? She gets removed from the story and the lore of the parts of culture that she has had either a huge thumbprint on or she has just like she's the queen of herself in her own right for some reason she's like stripped mm-hmm. out of them we know she's there and we like celebrate her but i cultured we will never properly give kelly her flowers like i don't know why and it's really fucked it's really fucked it's she is a purveyor and creator of culture especially for those of us who grew up in the late 90s early aughts like we she ushered us into the new millennium completely and out of like bubblegum safely and with good music with good music who else could say there's very few others that could say that okay put some fucking respect on her name you know how she got some disrespect on this album uh she released already gone with ryan tedder which was like his photocopy mm-hmm. of halo that he wrote for beyonce and unfortunately yes, I remember this. kelly's came out second and so people shit on her and it's like well it's the same guy that wrote bolt it's not her fault but like already gone slaps this is a great ballad 
Oh, this is another one of my damn shower songs back then. I'm sorry, but this is better than Halo. I'm sorry, y'all. This is my choice. Those are really strong words. Halo doesn't need me to celebrate it. It's very celebrated. It's fine. Yeah, she's Already fine. Already gone needs me. You got a few you billion know? streams. <laughs> she's fine. I haven't listened to this you know what in years. this song doesn't have, and what Halo also doesn't have, is a key change. It kind of asks for one, that last chorus. It does. This should lift. And if you're Kelly, it should lift a whole step. Uh, a whole octave. Damn. It's so, like, I think we've talked I about this in our lab. Like, bring it up, girl! Like, yeah. it's real. I'm itching for it. And it has, like, that... We talked about this last time. Like, it has that, like, the fray quality totally. of like really it like exists in this space and it by the end is boring because totally. it goes nowhere like there's no trajectory to it it's songs like that did this like yeah and it was like great for the final credits of a Grey's anatomy episode but it like isn't actually very interesting music well do you the know final what i mean credits of a Grey's anatomy episode was a genre of music for like 10 years that's completely accurate yeah like every artist wanted and people their song made on their Grey's. careers being like this would be really good on a Grey's episode do you have what would your three questions be that you would want kelly to like follow up on i want to know why did you modulate down first of all i want to know why didn't you make another sound call? like walk away and do you uh, remember the phone call those are your three what are your three for my for our girl kelly one of them is definitely the modulation down in yeah on my december and like whose decision that was one of them is one of my hidden gems i desperately need to know why this was never made a single it was from a very mm -hmm. successful album the second most successful album she's released which was stronger and i think stronger was maybe oh. another five maybe no i think it was a three or four single album but i think that kelly had i think that kelly had a fifth oh. single on this album and i need to know i've heard her sing this live not no, i wasn't there for it but i've seen recordings of it and she has talked about writing this but she has never explained why this wasn't a single to me this is the older sister to um behind these hazel eyes and it is a song called let me down and i have never heard a perfect punk pop song like this ever before or since um this is a little of let me down That's this is right. literally my favorite kelly clarkson song i love this song it's album like or it's like song like 16 on this album it's buried i don't know why a lot of tracks on that album, damn. This Alicia Keys in the back. <laughs> that really made Empire me think State of, of Mind in the back. Yeah. It really did. She gives a great note in the end. Mm, right on an E. Uh, her back really vocals in that way is like, no one does it like her. No. No one does that like her. And this is when the Husky Belt was really taking over for her. Like, she was becoming much Ooh, more of a Husky such singer. Such a good track. And like, 
I, I just want to know why that track didn't get a life cycle. It, that would have been so successful. The songs that were released from that album were Mr. Know-It-All, which is kind of a strange one, and then Stronger and Dark Side. And then the fourth and final single was the country ballad, Don't You Want to Stay with Jason Aldean. There's God, so, there's... that had a chokehold on me. Don't You Want to Stay? Yeah. Speak on I it. I fuck with that song. Speak on it. I think I'd always just wanted her to lean into that. I can't wait for the country she, album. I can't wait. It's like I country music like truly did raise me. So like for her to do this with Jason Aldean at the time was like a king. And, oh, God, it's good. Let's she take a moment and talk about Country it. Kelly because this is the first time she really properly recorded like a country song like this. She just lets her voice like speak for itself really in an interesting way. That's a beautiful way to say it. I love how you said that. Thanks. She just sings with her voice. It just leads. You're right. The voice leads. Like I think she trusts her voice the most in music like this. And that's why it's so beautiful. I agree with that. It's just so her. It sounds like her. It's so natural. Have you heard her cover Garth Brooks' The Dance when he got inducted I, into the Kennedy Center? It makes Center? me cry. Drew. It makes me cry. I can't watch it. It's just too Oh, really? It's too can good. I, can I play it a makes second me cry. of it? Yes, you can. This, um, this was the Kennedy Center post-COVID, and so they're all outside, and there's not that many people. But I remember still in lockdown, this came out, and I sat in my house and wept to this. And I, had, I didn't have it's a relationship just... with this song like I think most people did. I didn't even really know this song, so that that's a huge blind it's side a for me. Song. But like, looking back on the memory of the dance we shared with the stars above for a moment, all the world was right. How could I have known? You'd ever say goodbye. This is pitch perfect. And now I'm glad I didn't Immediate know. chills, my God. Like this arrangement is crazy. It's perfect. That it's is a perfect so arrangement. Beautiful. That is a perfect vocal performance. Sorry. She, I wonder if she won a Grammy for that because I think sometimes they can. It was so, so good. It's, Garth and, and Trisha are both crying. Crying. Yeah. It's just so wild. Like God. And that's and a nut. Like when she did with Trisha and Reba the for her Christmas album, like that as well like oh, i just I don't know think that she one. um for the second was it Hol album? oh holy night the silent night oh my gosh i've never heard it's this beautiful oh it's i already beautiful. love it i love trisha yearwood's voice too like it's kelly loves trisha she sings her praises at every opportunity silent night. 
Kelly went on record and said that recording this album was the, her favorite project to date when she had released it because she was like, they finally let me sing and, and like creative direct. I had never been given any power. And she needs to be given it more because this album is perfect. Look what comes of it, yeah. Come on, let's get some of the girls. It's Trisha. Is that? That's not Reba. No, I think that's Trisha. Yeah. I need to listen to Trisha Yearwood. She's beautiful. Her voice, beautiful music. Then you, and then Reba comes in with her Reba, naturally. Oh, let's just give it. Which I love. Love you. <laughs> Reba has entered the chat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> love. An icon. An icon. An actual One of the icon. best to ever do it. Kelly handed her seat on God, the voice to Reba her. when she moved to New York. She gave it to Reba. She said, you can have it. Her for her, the, the grandmother of her children. Oh my God, right. Oh, that's right. She and Reba both suffered at the hands of the same fucking of that family of men. Speaking of Kelly Country, when Kelly had just started her uh, television show, which started in the pandemic, and I was watching it because there was nothing to do. And like, even if there was, I'd watch it. So I don't know why I said that, but yeah. um, she talked a lot about wanting to do like a super group album specifically for the country album. Oh, and yeah. I want to talk about this note. Keep like, going. She she was asked at the time, she I think was in the process of making, or no, she had made Meaning of Life and she had made the like Aretha Soul Pop album and then everyone was like, is country next? Like we've been waiting your whole career for it. And she kept saying, I don't know, I don't know. And she's still to this day, it's 2024, we don't have a country album from her yet. She would say, I think an interesting way to do it would be with a group of other women. And she referenced other people that had done it in the past. What ended up happening was so heartbreaking, which is the high women came together. The exact thing that Kelly's talking about happened and right. they didn't invite her or she wasn't in it. I don't know what the story is, but Marin, Brandy, and I can't remember, I think Amanda Shire. The other, and the other two. That's And the other two. I'm sorry, y'all. Like sorry, I listened girls. to that album a lot, but like it Me was too. With, it was within a year that that album had happened. And I was like, did y'all hear Kelly say she wanted to do this? Because this would have been so much bigger if you had let her do this with you. Like, And it's interesting because they they have some other artists that they feature on some of their tracks. Like yes. one of them being Yola, who everybody please get into Yola. She's unbelievable, incredible oh, artist. I don't know Yola. But she's, she is very much like folky country. Um, she has two albums out there. Spectacular. But... I w I'm once I read that I was like I'm I'm curious why they didn't at least ask her to be on a track with them. Right, they have um, features. Oh, it's Natalie Hemby is the is the fourth. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And she's like, great. She's it's great. just so sad to me that I don't know why Kelly's name doesn't come up for this. Maybe nowadays it would, but like, I'm sorry, but the Marin song "Old Soul" on High Women. I mean, Marin's never done anything I hadn't liked. I love the Marin leads on the High Women. Oh, this is one of my favorite songs. She writes songs. an incredible melody. Thank just you. delicious. And then the like super country one that she wrote, Loose Change. Do you know this love song? Love it. Oh. Yes. I'm going to be rolling out of your pocket like Loose Change. <laughs> but I'm going to be someone's lucky penny someday. She's a genius. This is to me like a Dolly Parton song. 100%. It has that like bouncy 60s quality. 
Casey Musgraves has made music that sound like this on her first couple albums. Yes. It kind of sounds like Follow Your Arrow. Oh, God, how I love that song. This line. I'm gonna be somebody's lucky penny someday. Instead of rolling out of your pocket like loose Period. change. I'm sorry, give her Brilliant. what award is available to be given for that? Give that her a Mark Twain prize. Exactly. She needs to get to the, the Mark Kennedy Twain song. prize. Okay, the one final hidden track that I really love in Kelly's discography mm. is from an album that I did see her tour, but I didn't see her tour it because I like loved this album. Um, it's a song called Good Goes the By, which was the last song on Piece by Piece, which was an otherwise total missable album for me. I'm already loving it. Mm. I really like production elements like this when it feels like sort of a feature on the song, like another artist on the song. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. I really like this. Why is this making me think like it's 2001 and this should be in like the Princess Diaries credits? Is Kelly Clarkson like the best credits writer we've ever had? She could be. <laughs> she should be and she could be. We need more of that. We do. I uh, want her to win an Oscar era. for best original song. I really want that for her. Yeah, why can't she? She definitely could. She can. Have to be? I just need people to give her the job. She could get the next Bond song. It would that'd need be, to be, be something fit. like the Garth Brooks cover. It needs to be something yeah. like that beautiful. Because right. it needs to showcase like her talent, which is being like an insanely gifted vocalist. And as you said, she's a master interpreter. So it, I think it actually could even be a cover. Like her skill yeah. is almost giving people the contrast of here's what I heard and here's what you maybe know. And now I'm going to interpret it. She has put out there that now that she's in New York, that she wants, I think she's already doing something with Broadway. Do you know anything about that? Is anyone talking about she's that? She's working. She's writing a musical. I mean, I, th yes! I think it's written. Yes! I think it would be, I'm so curious to know more about it. I think if there's some pop girly I want writing a musical, it's Kelly Clarkson. I'd be curious to know if it's like all original stuff, if there's like, some jukebox elements of like songs she's released sort of like right. the alicia keys musical that's about to come to broadway everybody or Please the atlantis it. musical um drew thank you for coming back by popular demand and thank you for having talking me about this Kelly. is so fun and we've already come up with three more topics in the course of today's episode so i can't I wait to have you thank god back again and back to, back back again to play us out is what i hope i have found to be my favorite live recording of behind these hazel eyes when i believe kelly ra raises the key for unknown okay, reasons she went crazy it's 7 a.m it's another morning show seems like just yesterday you were a part of me i used to stand so tall i used to be so strong now i can't breathe no i can't sleep i'm barely hanging on here i am once again I'm just guitar oh yeah yeah it's like out of tune i don't know Powerful. 
is our girl. Till next time, y'all. See ya. Love y'all.